Hello, hello, friends. Hello, Ashen. We're going here. And today I got something exciting for you. You know, I like talking about the blueprint called the importance of walking from the place of excitement. I don't think we can be productive as God wants us to be when we operate from a place of lack. That means something like going to your job because you lack other sources of income, so you're just doing it for that reason. And you're not going there because you're excited about what is it that you do there. And today I read a listen to a story about a, a guy, a very renowned thought leader, and he said he went to a conference and in that conference he delivered his lecture what they like to do best with so much passion and a lady that that listened to him met him after the the um his session and said you know what i listened to you you delivered the best message i've ever heard on that topic and i think you know what this is where i am i'm on the board of directors for uh, a very influential person and she said she would like to put him on his calendar to meet him he knows that she knew that he would like to meet him and so he did and a meeting was scheduled real quick and they, they met together and this thought leader said he asked the renowned influential person a question that why did you because of course he's been he's well known and he, re- he reads a lot and of course this person is well known and he's been following him he said why did you leave your home board of trustees in your home company why didn't you become the ceo and you you were in that position for about a year and you left what is the reason for that and I was surprised at the response of this person. And the response was that, you know, I hated that job. And in my mind, I'm thinking somebody at that level hated the job of CEO of his own company. And what other people would have termed as, you know, a, um, a very prestigious position. He said, you know what? No, this is not my calling. He said he hated the job because he's a visionary. He's not a... He's not meant to be to sit on a board of trustees, even though it's his own company. So he found somebody else that could do it better and he put it there and he, he fired himself, left the position. And I, I'm, I'm thinking that there's nothing can be farther from the truth. From the top to the bottom to the middle, whether you were earning less than what you desire to learn today or you were super rich or wealthy, it still boils down to success and real production comes from when you operate from a place of excitement and from a place of the highest of your highest of your gifting as opposed to something you can do but you do not enjoy doing it i don't see any any real value coming from us doing what we are not interested in doing what doesn't excite us what doesn't motivate us and so um i I, every day is just i i hear different stories different people and this cannot be just be farther from the truth but two things stood out to me one that he recognized it and even at that level of his own company he's happy to not do whatever does not excite him so he decided to stay as a visionary for the company and just come up with ideas to improve and become more efficient and the company kept growing when he stood there as a ceo the company was drying up because he left his place it's like a fish leaving a pool of water and the fish begins to die right so we 
have to understand and be aware of our unique gifting and operate from there and that's it anything else you try to do it may be your own company and be for somebody else and you begin to see that it's dragging there's no point staying there find somebody else that can do it and put them there that's that's my that's my two cents and also he also said something that another thing that that kind of stood out to me was that this thought leader did not go looking for him his gift led him to led led him to the influential person, and that reminds me of the Bible verse that said the gift of a man make a way for him, even though he might have been desiring to meet this influential person, but he didn't go out looking for ways to meet him. Like, okay, I'm just gonna show up in this conference and then I'm gonna sit where he sits, and you know, be, he just did his thing. He operated from his place of excitement. He used the gift that God has given him. He delivered this top notch lecture as a thought leader in that field and somebody that knew the influential person say hey you need to meet this person and that's the way it works right so when we operate from a place of value from a place of excitement from a place of gifting you know operating in our purpose then other people will come to our light other people that will like to meet you know other people that will enlarge us expand us and make us better they will actually be the one saying can i meet you for lunch or can i pick your brain or can i gift you with this you know this will be useful for you for your ministry can i give this to you you know so that's how our network begin to increase because people see that we are delivering real value not from struggle not from you have to but from a place a genuine place of of providing value based on what God has called you to do. And I find that so exciting. That is where I want to be. I want to be able to help people based on my blueprint code and not based on what other people tell me I could do and not based on what my education even tell me I could do, not what a system has said, you know what, now you've graduated as a chemist and you should go ahead and do chemistry work. What if chemistry work doesn't excite me? What do you have graduated because of something else? I memorized um, stuff and then I graduated. And then you put this label on me that this is who I am, but is that true to my purpose? Is that true to my calling? Is that true to my blueprint code? These are the questions I'm asking myself and I'm refining it every day like what excites me what do i really want to do who do i want to become and i think you should do that as well all right um one good thing about it is that the stage where i'm right now i'm able to kind of sift through the opportunities that come my way because i have the knowledge of my blueprint code so when opportunities come that does not align with that i'm able to say no and my question is are you at that stage are you able to say no based on knowing who you are and what you're called to do if you are not here at that stage i don't think you are on that on that at that on that progress lane where you're looking forward to the ideal job for you i think the fourth step the foundation is who are you right what are you called to do what are your gifting what what's in your house what do you have what do you have to give what do you have to keep right so we have to ask all these questions and begin to refine all those questions as we begin to you know take whatever god brings in front of us whatever opportunity that god brings in front of us and to sift away whatever doesn't align you know and if you need help with this i have many people that could refer you to to help you figure out your blueprint code so let me know how i can help i hope you stay blessed signing out